The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 336. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Go to bed, Jimmy John. You ain't gonna be making no sandwiches. God dang it, mama. I'm gonna make all them sandwiches. I'm gonna make them so fast, you're gonna freak, mama. <laughs> I don't understand anything you people say. It's Jimmy, I, it's Jimmy John's fan fiction. Yeah, yeah we, I, Colin and I have an ongoing Jimmy John's fan fiction. Audio. Oh, I, I've heard this. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I just still don't understand it. All right, well, I, in the yeah. ever-rotating third chair, Jared yeah. Petty this week. Welcome back. Greetings. Thank you. Wicked Thank you for having good. me. So, Jimmy John, the sandwich shop. Yeah, right. Amazing sandwiches. They're pretty they're, good. They're, ta- they're pretty Amazing good. Amazing sandwiches. Pretty good. They're pretty fast, good. you'll freak. They're, yeah, that's their thing. So fast, you'll freak. So we talk They are about, fast. They we are. talked about yeah. all the time, like, you know, when Jimmy John was growing up in the rural suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. that his mom, you know, they were in like a rickety house. Right. She didn't like him wasting all this bread and meat trying to make all these sandwiches, but he, he had a dream. Well, he had a dream. He had to make them fast. I guess that's Exactly. Sure. He saw yeah. it through. His mom didn't believe he could do it, and he did it. I, I'm just wondering like, why, why Jimmy John sounds like a character from like, Driving Miss Daisy. That's well, what that's I'm trying to figure thing, out. Well, that's the whole thing, is that yeah. the country folk. Well, yeah. But, I mean, City folk don't understand. And Jimmy John would oh, stay up until all hours of the night with bread laid across the island counter okay. uh, in his kitchen, spreading very quickly, spreading the mayonnaise, trying to figure Learning it out. to make things very quickly. Swap, swap, swap. And his mom would come be like, what are you doing, Jimmy John? Jimmy John! Okay, now I, I can tell y'all, I, I'm from the South. Yeah. I, I grew up in Carolina, uh-huh. and, and I was born in Alabama. And I can tell you that there are really, that with the accents y'all are using, about five counties in all the South that Jimmy John could actually be from. <laughs> all right? So that, that's all I got to say well, about that. I'm glad you're honing in on his dialect. Uh, that's a big yeah, difference. He's from that, Central there's, Alabama. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's only a very, very few special places with dirt roads and pine forests and not much else. Okay. Uh, so he would have had trouble finding the bread to make the sandwiches there. I can he tell you that. Himself. He yeah. made the bread himself. Well, he yeah. would import from Hellman's mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah he would have to import it because it'd be Duke's down there. He wouldn't have Hellman's. Mm. So, yeah, it's good. But, yeah, Jimmy John's sandwich is good. The yeah. speeds went impressive. Yeah, exactly. My job before this one was horrible in every possible way, except for the fact that there was a Jimmy John's across the street. Mm, and, talking. Yeah, that's where this came from, right? Sure. Here, this girth, this mass. Yeah. That's a lot of Jimmy John sandwiches. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's this is Podcast show. Beyond, IGN's <laughs> PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Remember, you can grab it as an MP3 every Tuesday, a video every Wednesday on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, and the IGN PlayStation 4 app, which you should go download. Very quickly. Greg, would that make it the greatest, uh, the most popular, the most important PlayStation 4 podcast in the universe? Yeah, and the most that's important right. on the internet? Yeah. No universe. Can we just yeah. go ahead and claim universe? So sure. I was watching Cosmos the other night. I don't think there are any PlayStation 4s on other planets. No, yeah, probably not. So we so probably I got it. Universe. I like to think that NASA's beaming podcasts beyond out there. Well, it's got to be going out there. So, yeah, it's absolutely. It's getting out. It's, you know, the aliens are getting in here about Colossal Plops and Frederick and all that stuff. And then they send it back with, yeah. with mathematical yeah. formulas and schematics sure. like in Contact. Contact. What a flick. Oh, what yeah. a book. Disappointing yeah. ending. What a good flick. Good book. Yeah. yeah. Excellent <laughs> book. And good, good flick, too. I'm, sure. I'm with both. Uh, the Jody Foster. Yeah. Totally. Carl Sagan, man. Yeah, Let's Carl begin Sagan the show with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. There are... Got caught on your mic stand? Oh, he's getting, he's getting glasses Uh-oh. now. I can't use the paper. <laughs> you look like the world's daintiest librarian right now. There you go. Now you got it. Oh, my goodness. 11 items. You want to know one of the scariest moments of my recent life? 
I went to this. I needed money for a restaurant I was at next door, so I went to this like greedy bar. I'm using the ATM, and the money comes out, and I then lick the finger I'd used to hit the grody buttons on the uh, ATM. I'm like, why did I do it? You licked the PS Vita. When it was announced, well, this yeah, that was at E3. Show. That was oh at E3. That, that was ten different. times worse. Than that was to get you... famous. Yeah, E3 has some has some nasty things going yeah. on. I don't. Uh, yeah, there are eleven items on the list. We'll start with number one, of course. Number one, of course. That's wise. By the way, the scariest moment of my life recently has been the sheer amount of comic book shit in our apartment. Now we have a new fucking statue of yeah. Batman kissing a chick in a yeah. ma- Cat mask. Woman. Catwoman. Yeah. Real quick, everybody. If I didn't bring in comic book shit, it would still look like Scott Bromley moved out yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> Colin has no possessions throughout the house. That's, that's by design. I are want to be able to leave quickly. Are you a Spartan Spartan liver? Uh, I, I, I want to have you know nice things. Mm-hmm. And... I don't mind the nerdy things. Like I'm on the top shelf of my room, I have like all my first party PlayStation toys that I've uh-huh. had over the years: Ratchet and Drake and you know Joel and Ellie. Uh, but there comes a point in a man's life where he can't have infamous posters on the wall in the living room and Mass Effect posters on the wall in the don't room. Don't forget about the Gone Home stuff. We're gonna have on the, the Gone wall Home soon. stuff. Yeah. This, that, and the other thing. Shelves full of fucking and what what prompts George that point? Martin books and fucking. What, what prompts what prompts that change in attitude? I don't know. It's like for me, I always I've always had these four flags right in my room hanging okay. up since I was a kid. All right, since I was a teenager. Four flags. Yeah, four flags. The don't tread on me flag. Okay. The uh, the Bennington seventy six flag. Okay. The American flag and uh-huh. the state of New York flag. Okay. And I eventually, even re- recently, my girlfriend's like, you know, you're twenty nine years old. Maybe it's time you can just take these flags down. Uh, so I did. I took them all down in my room, and I put some nice art up mm-hmm. in my room, some nice art of the, the world. So, so this was ultimately influenced by a girlfriend. I think that's kind of where I was going. Was this, is this a, is this it's a, influenced by her, but I, she's right. Yeah. Oh, she is right. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from that. Women are generally right. I, I've learned that. Uh, that. That's been my experience, at least. Or maybe it's just that I'm wrong all the time, and I happen to be around women. I don't well, know. I'm wrong a lot, too. But anyway, yeah. so, yeah, I Number appreciate – Greg did get me a nice piece of Mega Man art oh. that mm-hmm. hangs uh, over our fuse box in the kitchen, which is really nice. The fact that that art is an improvement over the old order, however, may – Mega Man's fine. We can cover the entire house. Anything Mega Man. you put in a frame, I think, is fun. That's the thing. Yeah. All Anything the improvements the we've been making with the framing stuff is for me is Christine. Oh, Even cool. the statue. I didn't buy statues before. Can you guys like bring pictures? I'd love to see this. Sure. Oh, yeah. We. My major concern is this. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is so expensive and Greg and I are so poor that we're never going to not live together. So eventually we're going to have this huge – it's almost like uh, it's like an old Roman palace with all the statues, you know, around everywhere. You know, like the, you know, Mosaics, of all frescoes. the gods. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Except for instead of you know Jupiter, we have Batman yeah, kissing, kissing Batwoman, ca- Catwoman, yeah. Catwoman, Batwoman, yeah, Batwoman, not Batwoman. Batwoman's we're not lesbian. Going there. Yeah. Is there a Batwoman? There's a Batwoman. Of course, there's a Batwoman. I never actually really heard of Batwoman. There's Crypto the Superdog. There's going to be a Batwoman. Sure. I fucking can't take comic books anymore. They should just. There's too, they're too any, complicated. Any more. There's too, there's too many, many, there's too many characters. <laughs> you don't even read them. Any more. This stuff like a, yeah, these, these things emerged in the 30s and 40s. No, I, I mean, complicated plot lines. Just, let him, just yeah. let him tire himself out. All right, that works. Tuck him in. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> the Last of Us is coming to PlayStation 4. The leak came by way of Serkan Sulin, of PlayStation's Eure- Eurasian software market manager. In an interview with Turkish website Multiplayer, he said the following, quote, there is no information about a new Last of Us game, but I can share this knowledge. As of this summer, The Last of Us will be on the PlayStation 4, both on PSN and physically. The PS4 version will also include the DLC, so you'll be able, you will be able to play Left Behind as well. End quote. Sony refused to confirm his statement, but you can basically take it to the bank. This is the exact way Gran Turismo 5 was prematurely leaked <laughs> when Sony's Michael Denny gave an interview to a European website. Um, that is way too much detail for that to be fake. So sure. I am 100% confident that Call this summer PlayStation, lock of the week. PlayStation 4 will, will have The Last of Us. Book at retail and digitally this summer surprised by this i, I don't yeah i don't know anything about you know I, I know nothing about actual like business or anything like that so yeah when things like that, i really didn't think they do it i, I didn't think there'd be enough what's interesting in for me about it is the fact that they used last of us it's one of the first games they uh, did on playstation now when they yeah. were doing the test demos of that so it's kind of like oh that's how i'll get you yeah. know last of us if, I, if i've just if i was a 360 kid and i bought a ps exactly that's what yeah. i figured too all right Here's a question mm. from Tyler. Tyler writes in and says, Beyond. 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 With news that The Last of Us is coming to PlayStation 4, it got me thinking about the Uncharted series and how great those games would look with up-res graphics on the PlayStation 4. Do you think there is a chance of us seeing previous Uncharted games on the PS4 in the near future, or would it make more sense for them to wait until 2017 and the 10th anniversary of Drake's Fortune? 
Yeah, so I think you will see Uncharted games on the PS4. I do not think it'll be soon. No, not this year. Yeah, I think if anything, you're going to wait until it's right. But you're about to un- or release Uncharted PS4, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that make sense? Or, or maybe even yeah. after. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either, either way, you, you figure, think before or after? I don't know. You figure if you did it before Uncharted Four or Uncharted PS4, there's a chilling effect, right? Like yeah. they were very clear with Killzone and Infamous; these are new franchises, you know, basically new franchises. You don't need to play the old stuff. If you release the old Uncharted games, and it kind of looks like. Crap! I gotta play these three, so I gotta buy this sixty dollars game with three games. on No, they're, they're not gonna have any problems selling that game. They're, I kind of think. Sure. Or go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like the cadence has already been set, starting with God of War collection. God of War collection preempted God of War three. Sure. Then they released a Sly collection, which preempted Sly four. Yeah. Then they released uh, the the Eco and Shadow of the Glasses collection, which was supposed to preempt the Last Guardian. <laughs> uh, so you know this Whoops. this goes, and then they released Infamous. They already released the Uncharted games. They released the Resistance collection. They released yeah. all of these things to preempt the new games. So. I think it would be stupid for them not to do it. In fact, I think it, I I wouldn't be surprised when you talk about Infamous and Killzone. I really honestly wouldn't be surprised to see those games come to PS4 either. Oh, but there's but there's give but me there's the Infamous. P- oh. But there's PS Now and stuff, and it's redundant. But I'm yeah. not sure. Like they know that they can slap tr- a new set of trophies on these games. They do know this. Like if you even look at the sales of the God of War like Origins collection, which was like the PSP games, that sold yeah. like half a million copies. Yeah, mm-hmm. which really is like absurd. Yeah. You know, like because it's like they're like PSP up-res ports. They don't look extraordinarily good on on mm-hmm. the console, and they have trophies, so everyone. Okay, I, I feel like they know, like, you know, PS Now will have trophies, but they can probably release them at retail. Sure. I would not be surprised to see these games come out again. They're just sitting there. They're it's free money for them. You know, they just have to pay a small studio to port them, just yeah. like they did with all these other games. So, do you think that's what's going to happen with? Last of Us? Is it? You think Naughty Dog's doing it, or you think somebody outside of it's doing it? I think Naughty Dog's probably pouring it. Okay. But, I mean, we don't know. I mean, like, it's... It would make sense that, you know, since the game... It seems like the... the, the the canary in the coal mine about this is the inclusion of Left Behind, if that's true, because right. they just finished it, and like you would assume that they didn't, you know, if like an outside company like Blue Point or something was doing these ports, like they used to do the old ports that uh, Blue Point's busy with Titanfall anyway, but that yeah. they would be, oh yeah, that they, they, refuses <laughs> to come out. <laughs> but, they, but they've been working on you know this game up to the, the the last minute, and then they have to get it over to PS4. It seems like no, that would be something you know Naughty Dog would do itself, but who knows. No f- official confirmation, but it's going to come out this summer. Clearly. I'm just surprised that you almost had like a like a shadow. He's like, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? That was good. Did that you like impressive. that? That yeah. wasn't an, an intentional. Really, I thought you were going for the shadow. No, no, the oh. Billy Zane movie. Yeah, no, no, Billy Zane was not in Shadow. That was Alec Baldwin. Greg's favorite, um, Wait, the Phantom. Yeah, God, there's so many fucking terrible. Greg's favorite Stain song. Oh yeah. Is uh, the video that oh, Billy Zane's, which is like a terrible song. It's like it's not a, even a good stain no, song. No, it's at a all. really good song. I can't ever remember it though on, on the spot. It's the, it's, it's not the one I was just singing, right? I, I do not. No, no, no. It's, it's, sl- it's like a song. slow. Oh yeah. no, I'm on the outside. Yeah, nah, such a great. This song. is the real motherfucking deal, deal y'all. God. I'm feeling those lighters. Shut up, Fred Durst. You got a credit <laughs> on that just for this? You suck. Huh. And then they went back into the studio and recorded it. Number two. Justin Richmond, the director of Uncharted 3, as well as the director of upcoming PlayStation 4 exclusive Uncharted game, has officially left Naughty Dog. Richmond left Naughty Dog to go to Riot Games, which is like right next door to Naughty Dog, and is the most, <laughs> it, it literally is, and is the most recent high profile individual to leave a Sony owned studio in the past month. Uncharted creator Amy Hennig also left Naughty Dog about a month ago. Bryce G says Beyond. 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 Yo, Beyond Crew. What the heck is up with all these people working on Uncharted 4 and then leaving? Seems like Naughty Dog is trying to kill the next game in their franchise. Bryce G. No, I'm sure they're not trying to kill it. This is weird, though, right? This is super weird that Amy leaves, then Justin leaves. These are the two people that they made a point of mentioning when they put out this thing. on the When they announced Uncharted PS4, they said, and don't worry, Amy and Justin are working on it. And now they're gone. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's weird. All right, so we... We should say that we know Amy personally. We know Justin personally. Yeah. We don't have any inside information from them oh, about no. any of this. My, my, my theory about this, and this is just my theory, is that Uncharted was, 4 wasn't coming along well. It probably wasn't making good progress. Now, this is to be expected. Everyone that was working on that game was put on The Last of Us. So like they, the project mm-hmm. was in stasis for a while. Then they go back and they start working on it. They're probably not happy where it is. Sure. Right? Amy Hennig... Uh, either leaves or is removed from from the project. I'm not sure which. I assume she was probably removed from the project since Uncharted is her baby. Right. Um, and then my suspicion is that maybe Justin left in solidarity. You know, like they were a team and the two high, most high profile, most 
you know important senior people on that project right and one you know the yin is not the yin without the yang as it were right. and so um for me the most i don't know that's I, my theory when it went up when we, this started getting when this news story went up and we were talking about it in the office people were like well don't forget the riot riots is a prestigious company it's, you know they're really they're doing awesome things i'm like i get that like don't get me wrong i totally understand like riot offers you a job like well i should probably take this mm-hmm. job not when you're in charge of the playstation 4's biggest franchise you're on mm-hmm. you're on the biggest game right now for the playstation 4 at least you know whatever in western audiences all this stuff it seems insane that like this is like but i I, it seems to me that it would be something like what you're talking about in the fact that amy leaves the project's not going along as where you want it to be and you are like i don't want to be in charge of the sink ship or whatever the hell it would be i'm always suspicious when people walk away without comment not that they did anything wrong. And it's sure. Quite the opposite. But you know, usually when people leave for happy reasons, they tell you they're leaving for happy reasons. But 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 this is this is what I read in between the lines. This is how I kind of get to my my like where my theory is. And again, just a, just a theory. It could be anything. Is that Amy hasn't said anything at all? Right. That indicates to me that she was fired. Yeah. Right. Because then she signs. Uh, you know, uh, a, like an NDA saying, yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's what you do when you're right. fired and you want to separate. Justin package. Richmond says that he left and went to Riot Games. He told us that, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he gave a statement to us. Now, like, that's IGN. not, yeah, IGN. So, that's not something that yeah. you are able to, you know, do if you sign one of these NDAs and sure, you leave right. or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, they, like, there's a lot of questions in the air and we were kind of, it's just conjecture. We're just kind of guessing. Yeah. But that, those that two things indicate to me that that's what. That's the the series of events. Now, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I have no idea. Now, there's still a lot of talent there, oh, right? Oh my Neil God, and yeah. Bruce are still there. They made, you know, The Last of Us there. You know, they also made Uncharted 2. So they know um, they know that series. And, and if they're going to, you know, take control of that game, you know, that's actually probably a great sign because The Last mm-hmm. of Us is so fucking good. And Uncharted 2 is so fucking good. But Uncharted 3 was also so fucking good. And so, you know, that's Justin and Amy's game. And, and I don't know. It, it, there's... There, it's weird. The timing's all weird. It seems like they announced the game right in December. They announced it right. Yeah, VGAs. Yeah, right, or VGX. And, and then this all happens in late February, early March. So right. this was clearly not planned. Something blew up, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. in internally. Now, will we ever know the story? I don't know. But we I, will. But it'll be a long time. Yeah. yeah. Whenever the uh, non-disclosure agreements expire. Yeah. In the meantime, you know, obviously. Um, Richmond moved on. Congratulations to him. Great guy. Super friendly guy. Um, featured prominently in the history of Naughty Dog. You can read that on IGN. Oh, uh, no. So is Amy Hennig. And now we haven't heard from Amy and what she's doing next. But, man, I'm sure that people are knocking her fucking door down. I, I can't yeah. imagine how many studios are, like, trying to, to get her, you know, yeah. to write well, the next. I mean, just, one, the talent. And, two, the ability to say, look who we got. Both of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the prestige. It instantly adds to game having her involved um, because of the quality of what she's done. That's great. Yeah. And I would not be – I don't know anything about this either, but it would not be shocking to me if a Microsoft studio picked her up. Mm. You say knocking down the door trying to get her mm-hmm. makes me think of Alien Gonzalez. Just putting that out there. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. I remember. I remember, I remember that. Man, that's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard Elian Gonzalez in I, 15 I lived, years. I lived in Florida during that whole mess. So were, let me tell were you, you what, part of the people, task force that went in after? No, I was not. What happened? But, I remember how the story okay. ended. Did President he, oh, Cuba. They sent him home. Oh, they sent okay, him to so his they father. Did, they did deport they, him. They, no, what happened eventually was they sent stormtroopers into the house where the relatives were they keeping They had an awesome photo. Yeah, the photo. Which is horrible. There's a dude holding a submachine. gun, holding an MP5. Like with like this, the aunt uh, has yeah, him in yeah, the, this guy in, the in SWAT closet. armor, it's and terrible. then like there's the uncle holding him, like, and the gun is like an inch from the kid's head, and you're just like, oh yeah, wow, okay, this was this. Yeah, yeah, this was not how this ended. Yeah, do you remember the old Budweiser was up? Somebody took very early internet flash video, just took photos from that whole thing and had them all. What's that? I was like Castro. What's that? Like yeah, it okay. took you four days to download it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> totally worth it. Number three, Infamous Second Son is getting a patch that's set to bring some interesting changes to the game. The patch hmm. reacts directly to fan complaints. The patch allows players to change the time of day once you've beaten the game. You can also turn the HUD on and off at will and even lock the frame rate at 30 frames a second. I don't know why you'd want to do any of those things, but I'm happy that th- apparently the the t- time of day thing specifically was like yeah. a huge complaint once the game was over. I never really yeah. thought about no, it. I, I don't really want to run around at night, but that's yeah. cool that you but can do that. But it was neon powers. I think yeah, it's it cool that they responded to yeah. that quickly to... to uh, you know, adding extra options, I never mind. I, if they go in and change fundamental gameplay things that I don't want them to change, that'd be annoying. But the ability to have the Switch, sure, why not? As far as I understand it, you know, I'm not what I call a frame rate savant. Yeah. So I can't, like, look at a thing and be like, that's 34 and a half frames a second. Yeah. Um, but their, their write-up on PlayStation Blog indicated that the game jumps above 30 frames a second and that bothers people. And that, like, this will lock it at 30 frames regardless. And I was like, Whoa. 
Well, going up what, or down just makes it look different, right? Yeah, I guess, but like I that. can't see it. Like I don't, like I don't know. Like I just like if it's running at t- between twenty eight and thirty four frames a second, it's going to look the same to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, I can't focus on. I don't know. I just don't see it. I know it's there. You, you just know, don't, you just I'm, don't have I'm those at, powers. I just don't have. I just don't have it. You, 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 you have so, it? No, I don't have it. There's Do you have it? No, not at all. Like there are people that really can go up and be like, this game is running at thirty one frames. Uh, Harris, I can Craig barely Harris tell the difference it. between like sixty FPS and a flip book. Okay, I, I just <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I can tell you if a game is running at sixty. I can tell you if a game is running really well or at thirty or badly. Like that's yeah. basically like where like you know. So I can say like this game's yeah. running at twenty frames a second. This game's running at thirty frames a second. This game's running at forty five frames a second. Like, right, right, right. But man, there's like people that really get in the minutia of that man. It's, I don't, know. I, don't a, know. I can't see it. It's a switch. If they it. want to give them a switch, great. I you know the more the more things you can flip to make you happy, I'm great with. You know what else sure. I can't see are those fucking pictures like the one in Mall Rats. I can't oh, see Oh you can't no, see those? No, no, I can't see those. The magic eyes no, no way. Really. Never seen one I can't of them. do it either. Not even one. They're not really there. It's all one oh, giant It's one giant April Fools. Hey there's the reference right there folks. April Fools. Number four. I'm excited about this one. This is a Colin Moriarty exclusive. Oh. Eagerly anticipated strategy <laughs> RPG Natural Doctrine is officially coming west. Developed by Katakawa Games, Natural Doctrine will be published in the west by NIS and will appear on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita. It's slated for release this fall and will tote cross-save and cross-play. Greg, the game looks a whole lot like Valkyria Chronicles. Yay! Woo! Um, it only got a, like a 31 out of 40 for Mitsu, which is the equivalent of like a 3. Katakawa Games, by the way, is the publisher that brought Lunar over in the late 90s with, mm. with working designs to PS1. Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. company. I, I want to play this very much. Number five. And it, this is an interesting one, so bear with me on this one, Greg. Won't you? I will bear with you anywhere, Colin. Be careful what you say. In a conversation with Japanese newspaper Nikkei, Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda said this, quote, if you focus too much on the global aspect, you might lose sight of who, who you're actually making the game for. For example, if you look back at 2013, we've had some home console games made for a global audience that struggled. He later said that, quote, In the past, when we developed console games with a worldwide premise, we lost our focus. And not only did they end up being games that weren't for the Japanese, but they ended up being incomplete titles that weren't even fit for a global audience. On the other hand, there are games like the JRPG we made for Japanese audience with proper elements, Bravely Default, which ended up selling well around the world. What does that mean, Greg? Stay true to your vision. Yeah. It seems like Square Enix it learned, it might have actually learned their lesson. Let's we go back square, to making games. All of them? Or just Just that studios? particular yeah, lesson. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> uh, there's so many to learn. Don't put zippers on horses. I'm just happy that Bravely Default did really well. Yeah, I am too. Because that's basically a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing it? Final, it's Final Fantasy No, 5. I downloaded it on my Yeah, I have it too. I haven't played it. It's FF5. Yeah, yeah class based. I, I, yeah. I'm I'm stoked that there's they use a lot of examples of games. They were talking about Hitman not doing well and like all these other games and like because they're trying to like cram all of this shit into these games, people don't want them. They want Nino Cooney was another example of that. Like people yeah. don't, you know, Nino Cooney sold over a million copies. That might not be a lot for you know Square even, but that's a lot for Namco and sure. and yeah. that was a fucking traditional JRPG to the the core. Just you know? make good games, man. Yeah, people like those systems. Like yeah. when I think about Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest. Um, like the first four on NES, I love those games. Those are really like very basic turn-based, sure. random battle, like really linear. Like, but they're fun and people like those games. And I don't think you really need to move away from that and make like these super dynamic, paradigm shifting Final Fantasy thirteen garbage <laughs> battle systems. If like the, people like that kind of stuff, that's what they like. Well, right? I, I don't mind the experimentation. I mean, there, there have been some good experimental battle systems too. Chrono Trigger was fairly radical, even though it was only a small tweak on that Dragon uh, Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest system. You know, there I, I do think there's something to be said to that. Uh, Chrono Cross is a crappy game with a great battle system. Yeah, and that again, it was largely experimental. So I don't want to say let's not try new things, but let's try new things. And if they're not fun, let's not put them in our games. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the the, the better. Yeah, uh, to me, like I like the the minor tweaks, right? Like uh-huh. Final Fantasy V, you brought up that is a minor tweak. Now, that, and that's yeah. not the first. Final Fantasy class based game, but really the refine the class based systems. Yeah, that's the job Fantasy. system, the game. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Final Fantasy VI was a really nice job, did a really nice job of democratizing the magic system with Espers. Yeah. And so, like, it still kept the turn based, like, active battle system mm-hmm. thing going on, but, you know, you had different ways to learn magic and, like, to really customize your characters. And yeah. um, Final Fantasy VII was the same way with Materia, and on and on, Final Fantasy VIII with the draw system. Let, let's not on, talk about Final Fantasy yeah. VIII's system in any positive way, please. But, but what I'm saying is, like, they all stayed true yes. and were successful, right? Yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy. Well, except for Final Square Fantasy. Square would murder for a Final Fantasy game that sold as well as those three games on PS1. You're they right. fucking murder yeah. for, for a game. Like, and, that, and they should pay close attention I, to why that is. Okay, and kudos where they do. Lightning Returns had a lot of problems, but its combat system was fun. 
I, I, I just did, you know, 13-3's guide, and that game's problems were not in the system. They were in other things. That combat system's superb. It's kind of like, kind of like a mix between Active Time Battle and Punch Out. Like yeah, I watched great. I watched uh, Marty play it, and it looked interesting. But the problem with that game is that Lightning is a boring character, and I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, what and, oh, and, and yeah, and it's nothing but it's <clears throat> sixty hours of fetch quests with a terrible character. Yeah, that's good. That. Sounds great. <laughs> Number six. Rumors have it that until dawn, the PlayStation Three exclusive horror game first revealed two years ago is being reworked for PlayStation Four, and will use the Project Morpheus VR <gasps> headset. Ooh. Word comes by way of Polygon, whose sources tell them that the game is currently on the move between pa- platforms. Hopefully, we'll hear more soon. We saw that game, or actually, I saw you weren't in Comic Con. I saw that game in 2011, I think, right? 2011? No, 2012 is when you got sick. 2012 is when I saw it. That's when you I were saw sick. it with you at some thing, though, at some PlayStation behind closed doors. Mm. Like. Anyways, I mean, that's a thing that just dropped off the face of the fucking planet, huh? Like, geez. Yeah. There's some rumors for it. All right, great. It yeah. still exists. I wrote about it last year. I reached Supermassive Games is making it there, a British studio. I reached out to them last year and asked them if they were still working on it. They said they were, but there's no platinum. Obviously, Morpheus wasn't a thing that anyone was talking about at that time. So yeah. I'll try to see if I can get to the bottom of that story at some point. It's interesting. Yeah. And I thought Until Dawn actually is a really cool idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I was kind of stoked about it when I saw it. Like explain real quick for people who it's don't a, know. It's a teen horror movie, so like, but you're playing it, and you play it with PlayStation Move, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. um, I, they told me when I saw the game there that they were reworking it for DualShock Three, so maybe they're actually doing all sorts of different options for it too. Yeah. But it's cool. It's just like you're playing a teen horror movie, and like you're in the woods, and you're in a cabin, and people are trying to kill you and stuff. And I, I thought it was, I thought it was a really nice idea. That sounds great. It's campy as shit. Yeah. 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 You know. Um, and if you can, it's like what I always say about GI Joe, right? Like the old GI Joe. If you can, if you can embrace the campiness, yeah, then you're ahead of the game. Ever since LJN attempted Friday the Thirteenth, we've been waiting for the perfect <laughs> teen horror game. Man, Friday, still, you waiting. know what? You know what horror game on NES was great though was Fester's Quest. Fester's Quest is is I, I think great might be a, a jump, but it, Fester's Quest game. is enjoyable. I love that game. It's I, hard it, as shit. It is very hard, and it takes. It really does take a lot of hits to kill enemies. But yeah, I kind of like it's pretty, and it like it, it changes perspectives and stuff. Like yeah. it's top down, yeah, or it's slightly tilted camera, and then you go in first person. The pr- the only problem I have with it is somebody's described it once as the parts of Blaster Master that aren't fun, and there is an element of truth to that. But I still really like. I have a soft spot for Fester's Quest. Yeah, so. me too. Me yeah. too. Blaster. Friday the Thirteenth, not so good. Throwing rocks no, over the heads no. of zombies. Bad. Yeah, that not so bad, good. Bad. Number seven. If you live in North America and subscribe to PlayStation Plus, April is a very good month for you, Greg. Ooh. Yeah. The following games will be free this month: Batman: Arkham City on PS3, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse on PS3, Ooh. Mercenary Kings on PS4, which is a new game. That's today. Pic- yep. Pixel Junk Monsters Ultimate HD on Vita, excellent game. Stealth Inc: A Clone in the Dark on Vita, excellent game. And Velocity Ultra on Vita, one of Vita's best games. Wow. Yeah. Average wow. score is something like an 8.5 out of all of those games. What a time to be alive. Yeah. I, by the way, I platinumed Velocity Ultra this weekend yeah. on Vita. What a fucking horrifyingly difficult game to yeah, platinum. Yeah, you were screaming all weekend but, about it. But what a great game. What a fantastic oh, yeah. game. And I have a build of 2X, Velocity 2X on my <laughs> PS4 right now. And oh, man, it's so good. So, so, so very good. You can see my video preview of that as well as my video preview of Metrico, which is another great Vita game. I'll drop it IGN. in this article for okay. you, Cal. That'd be Ooh. fantastic. Metrico. I don't know anything about Metrico. It's very good. It's a Vita exclusive. Oh. Preview goes live today. It's a puzzle platformer. Oh, cool. Number eight. Sony has revealed that more than 1,000 independent developers have a license to self-publish on PlayStation 4, indicating that a deluge of PS4 games are currently in development. This comes at the same time as the company confirmed that more than 100 games are still slated to come to PS4 by the end of 2014. Mm-hmm. While PS4 certainly lacks big exclusive titles, it's good to know that independent support will continue unabated. Um, and I will just continue to say that the independent support of PS4 has been awesome. You don't mm-hmm. need these $60 games to have a thriving ecosystem. And I have been busy as shit with a lot of these games. <laughs> you know, I've been playing SteamWorld Dig now, and I got Fez, and I got like, there's like, why yeah. do we want to? Why are we so eager to spend sixty dollars when we have all these other games? Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Atif writes into Beyond at IGN.com and says, "Hi, Colin, Greg, and ever rotating third chair." This chair doesn't actually rotate, but thank you. I've been trying a to chair turn it rotates. All time. Who goes in it? Huh? Oh. oh okay. <laughs> Jesus, Petty. Well, that that was my Get ancestor. I listen to this podcast every week, and something that often comes up and bugs the hell out of me is when people claim PS4's 2014 lineup is weak. The Order, Drive Club, Deep Down, Rhyme, Daylight, Bound by Flames, Natural Doctrine, and MLB 14 are confirmed 2014 releases. Infamous just released and is by far the best Infamous yet, in my opinion, and best next-gen game yet. I own both a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One. Also, according to an IGN article from last year, Gran Turismo 7 is being targeted 
it for 2014 on PS4. All this gives PS4 a significant advantage over Xbox One, which only has Quantum Break, Sunset Overdrive, D4, and Below confirmed this year. So I ask you guys. And Titanfall. Why do you think <laughs> the, the 2014 lineup is weak? Um, Rhyme is not confirmed for this year, as far as I know. And uh, we already talked about we don't think the order the will actually or- hit. I don't think the order is yeah. going to hit. Deep Drive down, Club, you think is going to hit? Drive Club will probably hit. Deep okay. Down is not confirmed for Western release at all. Okay. QT Seven is not going to make it this year, is it? Daylight is yeah. daylight's another. It's coming out this month. We'll see. Yeah, Bound by Flames looks good. Natural Doctrine looks good. MLB is MLB gonna be is going to be great, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gran Turismo Seven. Gran Turismo Seven is not going to come out yeah. this year. I, I think they'll. Gran Turismo will be a platform that they will release on PlayStation Four, and probably just call it Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's my theory. I'm sure Polyphony is working hard on that because they understand how valuable for years microtransactions were on Gran Turismo 5. Now yeah. that they've removed all of Gran Turismo 5's online functionality and DLC to force everyone to go to Gran Turismo 6, yeah. I assume this will backfire and ultimately they will have to have this new platform on PS4 for Gran Turismo. But I'm with you. I mean, the, 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 lineup, the lineup in terms of exclusives is very weak. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, the, the, the lineup is strong. In terms of AAA exclusives, Infamous is a great game. Yeah. The order, I hope, is going to be great. I'm, I hope it also comes out this year. And Drive Club, who knows what's going on with Drive Club? Yeah, that's it. That's all of the exclu- big AAA exclusive games this year, and MLB. But I don't really count yeah. that. It's a AAA game, but it's, it comes out every year. And it's on it, PS3 and on Vita. It goes to yeah. a very select audience, right? Exactly. And they buy it. And they love. If you it, love that's MLB, fun. great. You're gonna love that game. And but but understand that like that is a weak exclusive lineup. Now, Destiny's coming out, right? Batman is going to come out. Right. Like, all mm-hmm. of these great triple a third-party games and that's totally fine and that's excellent the indies are where it's at man like like we're getting mercenary kings day last week we got steam world dig and fez like yeah we still have you know you know all these other games from the when ps4 launched even resogun and stuff like that which is is an exclusive um the ps4 is going to uh, frankly live and die by these games for a while like, yeah, and, and yeah. whether or not you like it or not that's fine but Understand the value, the intrinsic value of indie games. Understand that that's where the industry is going. Understand that your money is going to go further because of these indie games. Buy more and, games. Buy yeah, exactly. Games. Yeah. And that this is a very positive thing. Now, we need the AAA games to sell the consoles. But mm-hmm. if you have a console, you have nothing to worry about. If you can't find games to play on PS4, I don't know what you're looking at. You know? Like, yeah. Um, and so I agree with him in this sense that the PS4, ha- just like the Vita has a bajillion games to play. It might not be the game that you can show to your friend to sell the console. Right. Yeah. But I still think that PS4 is worthy of purchase for the indie games alone. Mm-hmm. And I'd stand by that completely. The same way I feel about Vita. Vita's Games like Velocity Ultra make Vita worth it. Yeah. It's not games like Killzone Mercenary yeah. that make Vita worth it. Luftrouses. Luftrouses. Yeah. Oh, you know. I love that game. Love you it. know. What's that? Luftrousers. I know the Luftrousers. So I fly amazing. the airplane. God. When I shoot the button, I cannot fix. When I do not shoot the button, I can fix. There you go. It that's, is so smart. I like that game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the best use of a single button interface for control since Wind Jammers. I love it. It's All so right. good. But God, yeah. I love that game. That's also speaking of what you're talking about. I think some of us, uh, the people involved in gaming culture, we have this idea that that we want to support the people who, who have produced things we like in the past, so they'll make more in the future. We talk about voting with the wallets here a lot. Yeah. So a lot of people ran out. They bought their PS4s and they want to support. They want to, you know, they want to evangelize to their friends. What, and then they look and they go, "Well, this doesn't quite have what I expected. That doesn't have as many in-your-face titles as the, as the last generation in did at the first. end." I've gotten, you know, I'm not making fun of you there, guys. By the way, what, what I mean is that don't worry, it is coming. They're coming. Be patient. You ran out and bought 10-year hardware on the first yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, Okay? Yeah. It's going to be a while, but people are out there making beautiful things. They're out there making Uncharted's, and they're out there making orders. It's coming. Your show of support is not wasted just because you decided to do it early. You helped the company. You're going to get your ROI here. It's just going to be a while. This is what we talked about a, long time to make video games. a lot last generation, right? And the fact that we always talked about, you know, there being the spectrum and the middle fell out. Your yeah. THQs and mid-tier publishers fell out. And yeah. so when they went away, you lost these mid-range B to A games, right? And now you have either these indies or these AAA games, yep. which means that the indies have to step up and fill a bigger role, which they are, yeah. and putting out experiences that are awesome. Yeah, do, do play Lufth users, or Luft, uh, however you pronounce Luftraus. it. Luftrausers. Um, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating oh, so to me good. just because, like, like the everyone complains about how expensive games are and how you know developers aren't putting their all into these AAA games and all that kind of stuff. Well, first of all, that's not true. And like we've said yeah. a bajillion times, games are cheaper than they've ever been. They are cheaper, one hundred percent, factually correct, cheaper than they've ever been. Sixty dollars games and ten dollars games and five dollars games, all cheaper. Um, but this is good. Like we're getting more games. Like it, it doesn't require a studio of a hundred people and a huge publisher to make these games anymore. Yeah. And that's really exciting. You know, like. Yeah. 
I, I encourage people to like embrace this future because mm-hmm. this gives us games like Gone Home. This gives us games like Mercenary Kings. This gives us games like Rezogun. Like Rezogun is still PS4's best game. Yeah, you know, like I don't like it's still. It's best game. And I assume it's going to be its best game for a while. Now, that game was made by a team of, like, ten people. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, That's t- awesome. And now they're nimble enough to go move on to another game. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were talking about Square earlier. Marty and I were sitting and talking the other day. It's like, you know, after looking at that demo for fake Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, do you remember that? The, the retro yeah. look one? You know, it's not the graphical style. But after between Bravely Default and watching that, just like... Just go take a fifteen-person team and make the next Final Fantasy, please. I want to, you know, I want to see <laughs> what Final a, Fantasy indie looks like. It would be awesome. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not going to happen. But boy, I wish it would. But somebody's going to do something like that. People are doing stuff like that, and that's why it's a great time to be playing games. Okay, sorry for the sermon. No, it's good. You preach, brother. Uh, preach it's it. It's good. It's very frustrating to me. Go say. Yeah. Games. Games. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hit Greg in the. Right. Oh, seen the games. <laughs> I'm <seeing> the games. <laughs> I grew up around that. That's right. Man, I wish I Did you ever have one of the guys who like held the snakes? Ordained minister right here. That's right. A Reverend. snake holder? No, not a snake holder. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> not an ordained snake holder. Yeah. The Reverend Jared Betty. I'm going to start calling you that now. You've, sure. you've done away now with uh, Wiki Wonderkin. Oh, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> Number nine. In, in an interview with Edge, Ubisoft Vice President of Creative Lionel Reynaud confirmed that Assassin's Creed won't only come to PS4 and Xbox One this year, but will also come to PS3 and Xbox 360. As for why Ubisoft keeps releasing AC games every year, he said this, Greg. Yeah. We are able to offer people a new Assassin's Creed every year because they want Assassin's Creed every year. As long as this is true, we would be very stupid not to satisfy this need, but it puts a lot of pressure on us to create something that will never disappoint. Right. Makes sense to me. Vote with your wallet, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, like we're always talking about. Ubisoft is paying attention. Yep. They're a smart company. They're a very smart company. And French. They're very French. Yeah. Very French company. Number 10. In a statement given to website video gamers, Sony promises <laughs> that Drive Club is coming along and that its release date will be revealed soon. This is what he said. Now bear with me on this one, Greg. Please be excited Uh-oh. for Drive Club. Quote, development of Drive Club on PS4 is going from strength to strength. The announced studio changes across worldwide studios yesterday have not affected the development of Drive Club or the Drive Club team, which has always had great direction and continues to do so. So I guess there's people at Evolution not working on Drive Club, which is interesting. Okay. We have full confidence that the game will deliver on its PS4 promise to be the first truly socially connected racing title. And we are very pleased and excited by the caliber of work from Evolution Studios. The progress being made on the game is spectacular. Oh! So we're looking forward to sharing an update on development, release date, and videos of the game in action in the weeks to come. We thank you for your patience and assure you it will be worth the wait. End quote. Drive Club's real, and it's spectacular. spectacular. <laughs> weeks to come, I assume that means E3. Yeah, I don't know. I hope they get it. They should, if they're smart, they'll get it out of the way before either. Really? Yeah. Beforehand? Since they, that game was at E3 last year and it was supposed okay. to already be out, I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea to, to put it there again. Speaking of E3, Kevin writes in and says, "Hey, Beyond Crew, Hello. Beyond. with E3 right around the corner, do you think new IPs as well as unannounced projects will be shown off at Sony's conference? Personally, I feel like Sony's E3 is going to be somewhat predictable. PlayStation Now's business model, Uncharted 4 trailer, Rhyme, Drive Club, unless it's released before E3, new Destiny gameplay, Ubisoft and Square titles." Maybe announced that No Man's Sky will be skies will be coming to PlayStation first. What do you guys think? Thanks and beyond, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. It will absolutely be new IP. There. Yeah, yeah. From, are we going to get a lot? First, you think from the first party? Is this going to? Are they going to finally? Re- you think they reveal three? I think they. I think they are going to mix it up. I think it also depends on what you consider like new IP. Literally, for instance, like I'm really convinced Ben is working on Siphon Filter, right? Yeah. Ah. So like, but I think it's going to be called Siphon Filter. So like, it'll, it'll be like a, a reboot, right, of this of this series. Is that a new franchise? No, obviously not. It's yeah. a reborn franchise. But you can also expect that Gorilla. We know Gorilla is working on new IP. Yeah. Maybe they'll reveal one of them there. That's a big studio now. There's a lot of teams there. Yeah. You know, we have. Yeah, that seems like a slam dunk, right? Like, as yeah. many teams as there are there, yeah, why not? You already have kills on it. Yeah, so, like, you know, they're probably going to be ready. I'm super convinced they're working on an RPG, and I'm, like, really, really excited about that. That'd be cool. Mm. They hired New Vegas's writer. Mm-hmm. That is pretty indicative of what they're working on, in my opinion. Cool. Um, so, I would expect maybe seeing something from Gorilla. Maybe not. It might be a little soon. Killzone okay. just came okay. out. Uh, Sucker Punch is obviously a one, you know, one team. There, we won't see anything from them for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naughty Dog, yeah, Uncharted, uh, Evolution. Hopefully, Drive Club will be out. They'll be dormant. Polyphony will be dormant. Studio Japan will always have these small games. Media, Media Molecule. Mm-hmm. Now that now that's a studio that's probably well, definitely working on a new IP because they said they didn't want to do Little Big Planet anymore. Yeah. So maybe it'll be at E3. You know, that yeah. would wouldn't surprise me at all. And that's basically everyone, right? Sony London doesn't really do anything that the audience that listens to this podcast is concerned about. Um, 
Cambridge just had cutbacks. Who knows what they're working on? That's basically everyone. Okay. So, hmm. yeah. Siphon filter. So I, I think Siphon filter will be at E3, and I think Media Molecules game will be at E3. And Media Molecules okay. game will be a new IP. Right. An so, RPG from Gorilla sounds exciting. So. Oh my god! Yeah, that'd be great. I'd, an open world RPG. Yeah. yeah. But okay. other than that, I think the other things Kevin mentioned is going to happen. Business model, sure. Uncharted Four trailer, sure. Drive Club, by God, I hope not. New Destiny gameplay, yeah, that's like their their big thing right now. They're touting right with uh, even right now with the commercials for sharing is caring. A lot of Destiny in that. Project oh, and Santa Monica. Fires. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Santa Monica. What do you think they're gonna they're gonna have? Well, they can't no, yeah. they're, they're probably not because their game. I think that Stig's game was supposed to be at E3. Project Morpheus allows you to fire lasers out of your eyes. Yeah, Morpheus will be prominently displayed there. You until, think so? until dawn. What are they going to show for Morpheus there? Lasers out of the eyes. <laughs> I think Here's show... our Cyclops game, everyone. Yeah, I think, in, I think until dawn will be there. Okay. Um, but I'm talking about the, maybe he's talking about the press conference. Yeah, I think until you think dawn will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Richard yeah. Marks, not the singer, but the doctor, right. said that he uh, they can render what you're seeing in the in the display on the screen. So it's not like this like muddled... Mm-hmm. Garbage anymore with two screens, sure, one sure, for sure, each sure, eyeball, sure. and stuff like that. So they could show, they could play until dawn on there and maybe show it being mm. played. Could I, I they have Richard would... Marks, the singer, come out in Morpheus? Yeah, I hope so. That'd be amazing. Hold on to the night. Oh, I love Richard Marks, the singer, wanna... and I love Richard Marks, the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> number eleven. Both these seem like nice guys. <laughs> what a nice young man. Number 11, the following PlayStation platform games have been announced or given a release date. JRPG Mind Zero will come to PS Vita in North America and Europe on May 27th. Customizable card game Hand of Fate has been announced for PS4 and PS Vita. Is that the pervy one? I have no... No, 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 okay. no, no. That's Monster Mom piece. Oh, okay. Strike Suit Zero Director's Cut will launch on both PS4 and Xbox One on April 8th. Mobile Racer Jet Car Stunts has been announced for PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Metro Redux, putting together Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light, is coming to both PS4 and Xbox One. And Alien Isolation will launch on PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC on October 7th. That's a lot of dates. Yep. That's it. All right. It's this, uh, this, I think they call this dead air, don't they? We were just having a moment. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 we, a couple of shows ago, we did a bunch of pregnant pauses, and people had to keep checking their phones to oh, see if okay. the podcast stopped. I'm so. sorry I'm ruining everything. No, I, I listened to that. We, that's how far we would have gone. I was one of those people checking my phone. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's right. Jared Petty. Yeah. How sad are you? How sad am I? Yeah. I'm pretty sad. I, right. In pathos, I mean, like, just, just how sad today. my how life sad is. How sad are you right now? I'm very sad. I just went to the doctor and found out that, like, I've been on this, like, all-soup diet all month. Oh, my God, for, Petty. For, it was for Lent. That's and, disgusting. Yeah, and, yeah, I know. It turns Wait, out, for Lent, you gave, up, you gave up solid food? Yeah, I've been eating soup <laughs> and salad all month. And okay. so I did that for Lent, and... How many beans are on the salad? Greg wants to know. Uh, not few, Please, not so. many beans. <laughs> I, I had, they had to be, like, you know... It's gross beans. enough to think all the soup is made Okay, so, like, you know, those of you that can see know that... I am I'm fat, so if I'm yeah. going to give something up. Food is obviously my like compulsive habit. So I'm sure. Like, okay. Problem is, turns out soup has a lot of salt in it. So oh no! I just got back from the doctor, and my blood pressure has gone up thirty points over and under in a month. So That's my bad. doctor's like, you have to come back in right. two weeks, or you might die. So uh, I have to I have to drop the soup diet. Obviously. Sure, I don't um, believe in none so. of this science. You'll be all right. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, now so, you got to get on that Jimmy John's diet. So yeah, and I get on the Jimmy John's diet anyway. So yeah, I'm sad today because my blood pressure is like I've never had high blood pressure despite my weight in my life. So I'm feeling kind of sad. What uh, have you lost weight? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Are you, uh, how much how much weight have you lost? Will you tell us? How many LBs? Yeah, try. I probably dropped probably dropped ten pounds. That's Dang. fantastic. Yeah, I eat ten pounds a night of pizza. Yeah. I probably dropped ten pounds, and um, I think uh, at this rate, I, I think I'm looking at probably dropping. You know, my goal is to drop. Uh, right now, I'm at like two seventy two, I think, and I want to get down to about two twenty. Oh that's wow, great. Okay. that'd be fantastic. That's not like that's not like my ideal weight at all. Sure, but sure, that's sure, like sure. a reasonable old man weight. I think, sure, sure. For me, somebody in my belt. So all right, that's it's hard, man. Thanks, Good guys. For you. Good for you. Good for you. Well, see if it works. It's hard. Well, eating better is fucking hard. Yeah, it is. I've been exercising. Exercise I'm doing now. So I've got that. What are you now. doing? What are you doing? Uh, I walk about two miles a day, okay. six days a week. Okay. And I uh, and now I'm starting on the crunches because I was too fat to crunch mm-hmm. before. Like I literally had too much. This is so gross. Like body fat to do a good crunch. So, We're big supporters yeah, of team I'm fat here. So now I'm doing crunches, and then you know we got a gym up there now. So I'm starting to do that. Wait, you got a gym where? Where I live, my apartment complex is a gym. Yeah, I live in like like suburbia. Yeah, I so, knew that. Uh, yeah, so I have like the. I just make sure the, they didn't put one here. Then. 
Colin no, and I keep amazing. eating around yeah, and not yeah, knowing no, it exists. No, it wouldn't matter to me. They put one on the roof. But my shoulder, my shoulder's messed up, so I'm having trouble with that though. So the doctor and I were talking about that today too. This is Jared's medical report. Yeah, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Well, I was I was just doing it to say prepare to get even sadder. Are we going to talk about Goldfarb? Yeah, we're going to the Andrew Goldfarb Memorial list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. I really miss that guy. I don't see a way to Goldfarb. I saw him April fooling you today on the Twitter. Yeah. Talked about getting rained on. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I so I like you know I'm on next Muni. Yeah. Like looking five minutes. So I'm like, all right, cool. I walk out. It starts like torrentially downpouring. Like right when I like I'm at the door, so I open my umbrella. Then it starts hailing. I've never seen yeah. hail here ever. And it like it's hailing. Is it popping through the umbrella? Like my my no my my pants were like soaked. Like I was it was like I almost was like I'm not like you know scared of the weather, Greg. Let's yeah. Not, yeah. But. I almost was like, this might be a little much. Like, maybe I should go back inside. And then it just stopped. And it was sunny again. I was then like, a fucking Volkswagen-sized hail ball lands in front of you. It was you know, you know Willie and cool, Joe, right? The, the old comic. Uh, Wait, what did you say? Willie and Joe, the old uh, no, World War II. No, no. Okay. That oh, sounds, yeah. you could have made that up. No, it's the old G.I. You know, G. Billy Bob and Ratchet no, 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 you're back to Jimmy John again, all right? No, so Willie and Joe, they this this G.I. comic from back in World War II. And my favorite one of those, the two of them, and they're sitting in, in this, like, cave, huddled around completely soaked it's just pouring down rain outside they can't get their fire lit they got no food you know there's gunfire going off in the distance a lot happening in this and, and there's this dog sitting outside in the rain just staring at him like soaked to the bone and willie looks over at joe and says joe bring that dog in here i want to see something more miserable than i am right now i was there that wasn't that and then that dog bit Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And then joe died yeah. okay sorry guys Rabies. that was of that might have dog. been a little too much of a <laughs> Diversion. No, it's none. There's never too much of a diversion. I don't know. Yeah, but that was too much of a diversion is a World War II G.I. Joe comic book named (laughs) William Bob. William Joe. I know. All right. PS4. The only game on PS4 this week is Mercenary Kings. That's available digitally and it's free if you're on PlayStation Plus. That game is Contra Meets Monster Hunter. Go check it out. Sounds awesome. That I does not compute. It's a side-scrolling, old-school-looking shooter with like super heavy customiz- customization so you like find items on you grind bodies. items yeah. for days and days do you level up and stuff yeah. like I've, it's, I've seen very, very slowly stuff. it's like very Hunter. cool do you like play with other people yes is that online or a coach, couch call I think it's both but I could be wrong that sounds like everything I want I played like. it with Shane Bettenhausen I like him oh. some months ago He's and I have man. a build of it, but I haven't played it at all since we had it. Shane Bettenhausen, if you're listening, get on Retronauts and do the Dihon Telnet episode, please. Damn, he's making that fanboy request over here. On PlayStation 3, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate Deluxe Edition is available digitally. That is go. the port of the Vita game. MLB 14, the show, is available on PS3 digitally and at retail. It will not come to PS4 until May. Dang. So hold your horses on that. They're not San, Sony San Diego, not ready. Sony San Diego, very good studio. Yeah, really good. Ragnarok Odyssey Ace... Digital and retail, that is basically Ragnarok Odyssey 1.5. Ragnarok Odyssey on Vita was bad. Mm. So if you want it. that game, I have codes for it. Okay. One for Vita, one for PS3. Email beyond.ign.com oh. with, I want the code as the subject line. The first two who do it, get it. I guess you should say PS3 or Vita. Yeah. And please, if you're listening to this on April 2nd or after, listen very carefully. If it's April 2nd you can never win this. or after, do not <laughs> email us. It's gone. That. Email us questions and comments sure, and concerns, beyond that but none of this. I hate when Greg does this. We get a million mm-hmm. emails, and then I have to delete everything because I Why can't Why don't you just make a filter? No, no. I, I have a filter for Beyond, but I like to read the Beyond emails, mm-hmm. and then, but this, then it's like a bunch of shit yeah. like with people asking for codes, which is great, but then I just delete them all because I'm like, well, well, what? It's a good way to keep you on your toes, then you don't know what I'm going to ask you on the show. That's what about people taking pictures of their junk and sending it to you? Is that okay? Well, now we're going to get that. Thanks, Jared. And I, I was hoping. I'm going to yeah. forward every one of them to you. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> on PS Vita, MLB 14, the show is also available, and Ragnarok Odyssey Ace is also available, both digitally and retail. PS2 Classic, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner, Raidu Kozanoa versus the Soulless Army. I don't know if you really want anything to do with that. And that is basically all of that. Can all we have right. a breaking glass sound every yes. time you do that? Well, then Stone Cold will punch through the wall. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, Colin. Yes. How about a topic of the week? A toe, 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 toe. This one comes from Kevin in GA. Probably right around the birthplace of Jimmy Jones. Mm-hmm. He says beyond. <laughs> beyond. Hey, Colin, I read your piece on Borderlands 2 from GDC where you said the game didn't look so hot. Any chance things get better before release, or should I not expend any energy hoping this title turns out to be good on the Vita? At that GDC show, at the PlayStation booth, they had Borderlands on a Vita. Mm-hmm. I played it. You played it. Mm-hmm. You wrote about it. Mm-hmm. Bring me up to speed. If, or I guess bring these kids up to speed. The, so it's Borderlands, which is great, but the game wasn't running well. Um, subpar frame rate. 
definitely below 30 frames. Uh, games stuttered a few times, and, uh, you know, when you would just randomly. I don't yeah. know. There was really no enemies on the screen, so like, See, the, no, the, like, the what, game was like running badly without any You and AI. I played at different times and went away. I didn't have a huge problem. Like, definitely the frame rate dropped. Don't get me wrong. But I wasn't having like major stuttering like you talked about. However, for me, playing in Borderlands, being dropped into a random part of the game, yeah, it was like... Two enemies would come around, I'd kill them, and then two more would come around over here. And I didn't know if that was something for the build, if that was the level, if that was like their demo stage or what. But I totally feel you on that. That 100 percent true. Yeah, like Borderlands Two was all about, and Borderlands One was all about like just massive amounts of enemies attacking you in these like installations sure. you go to, and like it just wasn't happening in this game. Now, like, yeah, it could be to, for the build, and and I don't really know. So the good news is that I'm seeing this game again soon. We're gonna have more about this game soon, very soon. Okay, right? soon. Um and. You'll know more, and you'll know when more. We know more. You'll know more by the time you listen to the next podcast. Beyond my suspicions. Oh well, okay, great. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, I'm concerned about this game. Sure. I'm definitely concerned about this game. I think PS3 and Vita were supposed to have like power parity with each other, right? right? And like, I think a lot of these games that are coming out, even Kills on Mercenary, which I thought was a great game, showed that Vita just can't run some of these games because Vita Kills on Mercenary was running on Kills on 3's engine, but it was obviously not. Killzone 3's engine as you know it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Borderlands 2 looks the part, for the most part, I think. I just think it, it run, doesn't run very well. Yeah, there was not a lot of enemy population in the places I was seeing, which could be for the build. It's a sure. debug build. Um, the biggest problem I had was not even the frame rate, because I'm not expecting this game to run mm-hmm. silky smooth on the PS Vita. It's just not as powerful as the PS3. Right. Um, the biggest problem was the controls. Like, I was... My hands were all over the back of it. I was constantly meleeing, and, like, like I just feel like... There has to be a better solution to some of these. And so what, what I, I went back and played it a second time, actually, and was talking to one of the producers, really nice dude. Never met him before. He's new at Sony. And he was, he was like, you can map the buttons. And I was like, excellent. So like, this, is, this alleviates some of my problems with the game immediately because mm. I, can, I can map anything I want to any of the buttons. Or can the you front. use the front? Yeah, okay. yeah, you can map the front, left, front, right, back, right, back, left. So you can put uh, things that don't okay, matter okay. on the back. Okay. Because I just ah. – he's like, you've got to hold the Vita like, like, in a certain way. And I'm like, I just don't hold the Vita like that. You know, like, See, I, when, I I was, like, when I was using it, I, when I first started and I was trying to figure out how to run, I eventually f- – Got started screwing around. I'm always, always back touch and figured it out. And I felt by the end of the demo, I was much more comfortable than the beginning. But I know that I hold my Vita different than you, especially now that yeah. I have the Japanese, you know, slim model, right? Where I have bigger handholds. I can, you know, I'm used to putting my things in the grooves and leaving them there. Yeah, I might have to just get a slim to alleviate some of these problems because I'm really excited about this game. Now, what I can confirm to you is that Borderlands, PS3, and Vita share a list of trophies. Uh, in terms of like they're identical and along with DLC, but if you have a platinum on PS3, you can transfer your save and get the platinum automatically on Vita right. and vice versa. And any um, other trophy, you yeah, get. exactly. Yeah. So there's all this trophy kind of cross functionality, which is going to be nice. Trophy yeah. incest, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We know all about trophy incest with sound shapes, especially, and also yeah. uh, even with Sega Genesis or DC Mega, Universe or Mega Drive, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think they're going to cut back on that soon. Uh, but from what I've heard, but. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, this is a thing that's going to be cool, and I think people are going to like Borderlands Two on Vita. I just you got to temper your expectations. If yeah. what I saw was any indication, because this is not the Borderlands Two you played on PS3. Yeah, you know it is almost, but not quite. And and so yeah, can it, to answer his question directly, can it improve? Absolutely. It was a, it was not a final build of the game. Yeah. Um, but I don't know like how much of this problem you can alleviate. I just think that like the Vita the Vita's horsepower can't have twenty enemies on the screen at once and run this game. Sure. You know. Also, I'm the load times between sections are extraordinary. Oh, really? really? Like that. 25 seconds. Wow. Mm, mm. So there, there's video. Like, I asked if I could take off screen. They said no, but other people obviously were just doing it anyway, which is the way it always goes. Yeah. And uh, someone has, like, it's on camera. You can find it on YouTube. Just Google Borderlands 2 Vita, and you'll see, like, the, the transition between scenes is, like, extraordinary. Interesting. And I was like, oh, my God. I hold that hope, man, because, like, it was playing it and jumping the start and the menus and stuff. It all felt like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. This is literally yeah. Borderlands 2, which I really a game I loved and loved. So I'm like, I hope it comes together to be at least a competent package that I can sink more hours into and get more trophies. Me too, but it, it, it brought me down to earth in terms of what Vita is capable of. You know, yeah. like, we always said, like, how cool would it be for Bethesda to hire an outside firm to bring Fallout 3? To, right, to, yeah. It, it, Fallout 3 would never run on PS3, or on PS Vita, Vita. right? Skyrim would never in a million years run on Vita. Hmm. Like, like, it sucks because there's all these problems that like kind of handicap the, the, the handheld where you can't just can't have some of these experiences and sure. that bums me out a little bit. PlayStation now, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. That's true. There's now, and that's doubly bad for Vita on account of the fact that you know the install base is so small that it's difficult to create an original property for the thing with any kind of a budget. So that sure. doubles things up for you, right? Yeah, and, and 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 they are right. Like they're they're working on Freedom Wars, which I'm not even sure is ever going to come out here. That game yeah. looks really good. 
they're working on Gravity Rush 2, which I don't know if that will come out here either. Um, It'll come out here. Oh, I live and die my Vita. I don't want to just besmirch the noble name oh, no, no, of no, you're not. I'm just, uh, saying, I'm just saying that, like, exactly. I'm just saying, like, the AAA experiences, right? Like, the yeah. really important AAA experiences they've not nailed, like the games that would have yep. sold Vitas. Right, didn't. right, right, right. Assassin's Creed Liberation yep. was not a great game. Call of Duty was horrible. Like, horrible. Yeah. And... Now they're going to have Borderlands 2 that's going to be packaged in with the Slim and you're going to be able to buy it, but it's going to, people are going to be disappointed. I, I guess what I'm saying is like they need to refocus on a AAA Vita game, whether it's, a, it's internal or not, whether it's a port or not, and do it right. You yeah, know? put all the time and money yeah. into it to make and it like, holy crap. But do they believe anymore that they're going to get the return on investment in terms mm. of the thing's lifespan? Do I don't know, know, man. I, I, it's hard. Like, the Vita's maybe at $7.5 million. Like, we don't really know. Like, that's yeah. bad. I was like, you know, Game Gear sold, like, $11 million. So, like, you, you know, like, you're not... <laughs> you, you know you're, like, not even in, like, great territory right now. But I Links think forever! Vita, I think with the Vita's install rate, the fact that people that own Vita buy games, they fucking buy games, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, small companies are making money. They're making lots oh, yeah. of money. It's unbelievable to me. Like, when a tell The great example is when Tecmo Koei brought Atelier, like, the Atelier Plus games to Vita. They brought one over. It was, like, Atelier Maruru or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, this is never going to happen again. Like, they stealth-released it and stuff, and then they released another one. And then they released another one. And I was like, all right. Like they're obviously oh, right. they're obviously making money on this. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with NIS and Axis and all these small companies in Namco that are bringing these games over. They're seeing a return now. Whether Sony's like and obviously the Indies are seeing a return too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Thomas was alone sold like 150 thousand copies on Vita. Yeah. So like and Hotline Miami did crazy numbers yeah. and stuff. So there's a group of people that are buying games. I'm not so sure that spreading Vitas out is as important as making sure these people are happy with their product. That's I'm wondering about you that know. too. I mean, if you add a AAA title at this point to a Vita, how much audience are you going to build? And and do the people who already have Vitas care all that much? I, I mean, I've handheld games, especially before this generation, were were kind of their own little finally local world of adaptations and, and need of original ideas. Vita has continued that legacy in, in a really interesting way. You mentioned Hotline Miami. That's the kind of game that that just is just made to be played that way. Yeah. Um, oh, it was perfect on Vita. I, I wonder yeah. if it's if the people who have bought Vitas are kind of the madcap audience that seems to exist every generation. The people who buy Saturns, the people who buy Dreamcasts, sure. the people who buy they like games uh, wherever they are and they want the yeah, they don't and, care if they're and, big and titles. they want. Fun, neat games that yeah. are appropriate to their platform. Maybe that's going to be some of it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Velocity 2X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Hotline Miami, Beyond Fan, just like you, Jared, just like yeah. you, Colin, just like you, viewer slash listener, wrote in but didn't sign his email, so he doesn't have it. So when you write in to beyond at IGN.com, make sure you have a question, short, and then you put your signature on there. Because yeah. when I copy and paste, it don't work. But he said, hey, Greg, Colin, and guest, Beyond. 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 I happened to win a Hotline Miami code for PS Vita this oh. week, and since I already got it thanks to PlayStation Plus, I thought you could give it away. It might include the PS3 version, but I'm not positive. <laughs> I love the show. Thanks and beyond. R-6-8-E-K-N-N-K-K-M-8-A. Thank you, Nameless Fan, who is now the newest You're a hero. case lesson. Make sure you sign your emails. Are you sure Make that sure wasn't his emails name? emails aren't that long. Are you sure that wasn't his name? <laughs> that could have been his name. It's true. He could be like Johnny Five. He might have forgotten the code. Tyler wrote in. He signed his email. He says, hello and beyond, beyond. to yeah. Greg, Colin, and Guest. I'm going to buy the new Slimmer Vita when it comes to the U.S. this spring. And when it does, I know there are a ton of games I need to catch up on. But what do you guys think my first five should be? SteamWorld Dig, Fez, or older ones like Velocity Ultra, Uncharted? Let me know. Thanks, Tyler. Well, of course, Tyler. IGN.com has a list of the best Vita games. But I have, I mean, would things change? Luther users! Luther are playing game with button. I don't know. Uh, He's being crazy, but you need to get Luthrauses. 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 Whatever you want to call it, it's a cross-buy for PS3 Vita. And it's the best Vita game I've played in months. I haven't been able to talk about it enough lately. The list list would change probably now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, no one's holding you to it right now. Yeah, Spelunky. Like, I mean, we're tossing, just tossing that. Spelunky's not on that list, is it? Hmm? Spelunky's not on that list, is it? it was, I don't think it was out yeah. until Right, that's what I was thinking. Spelunky... Uh, I would say Uncharted's a good purchase. Yeah. That's the most console-quality game on the system. Yeah. Um, Sound Shapes. Sound Shapes would be good. Persona 4 Arena. Persona 4 Golden. Golden. Or, yeah, did I say yeah. Arena? You Jeez. did, yeah. Ugh. Persona 4 Golden oh. is heads Persona up. Golden. Do you like those art systems? I did, well, I, actually, of Persona hours. 4 Arena is a great game, I, but by Golden. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I would say Velocity Ultra is a good purchase. Oh, Hotline geez, Miami, obviously, is a good purchase. Hotline Miami, yeah, yeah. Rainbow Moon's a good purchase Rainbow if you want like a really meaty RPG. I'm trying. I'm like trying to visualize my Vita's like mm-hmm. screen. I know you. You're not a fan. Little Big Planet, very yeah, quality yeah. game. Plenty to do. Lots of free levels to download totally. and play through. Uh, don't spend 15 minutes in the store when you buy the thing. Going through the old PSP downloads that are available. 
No, uh, no trophies. F that huh? business. No, you need the trophies. Cares, no, screw the trophies. Oh, that that cares about I'm turning your mic screw off. Screw the trophies. <laughs> Turn them off. Come on. Forget the trophies. No, there's a lot of good games available from the uh, older platform you may have oh, missed. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. PSP and, Patapon's uh, on there. That's all you yeah, need to know. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Metal PS1 Classics, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Yeah, that's Ooh, that's good. That's yeah. actually a good port. Yeah, yeah that's excellent. Yeah. Um, God, these games feel so old. I know, right? <laughs> when you start thinking back to all this other stuff. I don't know why I'm like, I'm like drawing blanks here. I, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a You're lot. You're a big of, fan of the Raymans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rayman games are very good uh, if you like old school. I like, mean, putting so it right up there. Right. I, at the, near the top of your list, I say Guacamelee. Oh, yeah. Guacamelee, of course, yes. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Just whether we're having a stroke or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Who's having a stroke? Me? I am. Oh. I just can't think. You no, I can't think of anything either. Yeah. And I play Vita like every day in my life. Oh well, yeah, that's no big deal. But that's how many good games are on there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, uh, Pixel Junk, Monsters. Yeah, is, is Pixel good. Monsters, really good. One. Um, yeah, just go read the list of. There's listeners reviews <laughs> over at IGN.com, which is where you should go. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that's what keeps the mics on and keeps us in business. Thank you so much for listening to Podcast Beyond, episode 336. Remember, when you go to IGN, you can read the reviews, watch the videos, download that PlayStation 4 app, and watch all the videos there uninterrupted on your big screen TV. Your podcast beyonds, your up at noons, your daily fixes, and your whatnots. Until then, make sure you're keeping up with everything we're doing by following us on Twitter. IGN is IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Jared Petty is Petty, comma, Jared. Spell out, comma. C O M M A. No, you know what to do the right there. The comma will right. break. If you put a comma in, it will break the Yeah, it'll break it. So that would be bad. Comma, Don't do that at all. Uh, thank you very much again for having me today. No problem. I thank really you for like coming. Being here. It's, we're going to miss you when you die in three weeks of salt yeah, poisoning. Yeah. No, I've got to stop. I, I, I'm dropping it. So, But I, you're addicted to soup now. You can't switch back no, to salt. No, I can switch back. back. I can no, switch it's back impossible. Totally. It's going to happen just, right now. All right, fine. Every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up. Uh, it's where we play a song. You submit at beyond.ign.com, just like David Conover did. He said Beyond. 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 I run a small label called Forbidden Seabass Records in Bellevue, Washington, <laughs> home of Sucker Punch, makers of Infamous, and recently released my friend's first 7-inch. Their name is Special Explosion, and since the release of this 7-inch, they have been signed by Top Shelf Records and have gone on a nationwide tour. I couldn't be more proud of them, and it would be awesome to see the A-side of their 7-inch, Past Nasty, featured on Ryan's wrap-up. If you like the song, you can check it out at their Bandcamp page, specialexplosion.bandcamp.com. And if you want to see what my label has been up to, you can check us out at onforbiddenseabassrecords.bandcamp.com. Thanks and beyond. David, thanks and beyond to you for sending in the song. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can do the same beyond at IGN.com, just like they did. So here's Special Explosion with Pass Nasty, Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.